0: Heart of the Master part 2 His adorable essence and my life is equally shed throughout the endless aeons of creation I there is nothing separate any more at all wherefore the vision faileth the seer being one with the scene The voice It is not given to flesh and blood till they be seven times purged, purged through and through, to dwell in the sanctuary of the heart of the Master. My fervor is exhausted, my faith fails. I fall from the rapture of passion that pours through the abyss of space. All things feel it, all things live by it, yet nothing that knows itself knows it as it is. So now I, burning up, yet not burnt through, in the glory of that light, vibrating to, yet not vibrating altogether with, the vigor of that pulse, and just so far attuned to the heart of the Master, that was pure rapture in that sublime moment of union is translated into what seems a solemn music, born very far through the still air, a voice declaring the secret of the sanctuary to every ear in just such measure as that ear is able to receive it. THE TEN SECRET JOYS OF THE MASTER At first the music is as eff- muffled, a murmur of the wind behind impenetrable veils. Zero, zero, zero. Nothing only exists. And is all things. After a pause of deeply rooted silence, zero, zero, there is no limit. Silence again, as if the very bowels of nature were thrilled with stillness. Zero, the sum of all is boundless light. Now there is suddenly a gathering together of the essence of silence, it is as if focused at a point. I. Thou art that which thou choosest to think thyself, immune to all, for it is nothing but a point of view. Now there burst forth a wave of light, and there rolls forth in majesty of thunder. I. I. Thy name, which is thy word, is the substance of thy will whose mode of action constitutes existence and chants. The music swiftly sinks to a low brooding rapture solemn and slow I I I that which thou createst is thine understanding of thy love. Then comes a sudden shaking and confusion as if the harmony were broken up into innumerable fragments clashing together, Nor is there any speech articulate Until a fearful blast peal forth A trumpeting of majesty But within the blare of that tempest sounds A voice steady and stern Yet full of peace and kindliness IV The necessity of the universe Is the measure of thy righteousness Now follows martial music wild and full of the rushing of fire. V. The movement of the universe is the fulfillment of thine energy. And this is blended with the echo of all former voices and their music so that the whole abyss is filled with the orchestration to one symphony. V. I. The order of the universe is the expression of the rapture of beauty. This fades away into a deep and tender tune like nightingales beside a waterfall and the voice comes twittering. V.I.I. The sensibility of the universe is the trump of thine imagination. Quick thrills inform the air, the perpetual choir of myriads of young boys and girls. V-I-I-I The mutability of the universe is the splendor of thine ingenuity. And now again, all sound is gathered into one, an endless monotone of power impregnable, like the trumpeting of an elephant in spring. I-X The stability of the universe is change, the assurance of thy truth. Then, last of all, the soul of music takes the shape of a pure maiden's voice and she sings, X. The perfection of the universe is the realization of the ideal of thy passion. Lo, in the silence following, is my spirit so enlightened at its apprehension of these secret joys of the Master that I was once more lost to myself and lived again for a little while, while in him. The Two and Twenty Secret Instructions of the Master Now that I am come to myself I yearn in angelless sorrow for that which I was so little able to attain I bleed inwardly so that my passion traces in my flesh the words of that cry that I cannot utter aloud the call of the soul to the soul of the master and to be made one with him to answer that he sendeth forth his will, that casting shadows on the cloud of life may be half read by him whose eyes are lightened enough by the manhood of his love. Thus then do I learn how best to make myself fit to fulfill my life in the life of the master and offer my blood to his heart. <laughs> Zero Know not. All ways are lawful to innocence. Pure folly is the key to initiation. Silence breaks into rapture. Be neither man nor woman, but be both in one. Be silent, babe in the egg of blue, that thou mayest grow to bear the lance and grail. Wander alone and sing. In the king's palace, his daughter awaits thee. I. The true self is the meaning of the true will. Know thyself through thy way. Calculate well the formula of thy way. Create freely. Absorb joyously. Divide intently. Consolidate completely. Work thou omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, in and for eternity. I I. Purity is to live only to the highest, and the highest is all. Be thou as Artemis Tapan, Read thou in the book of the law and break through the veil of the virgin. I i i This is the harmony of the universe that love unites the will to create with the understanding of that creation. Understand thou thine own will. Love and let love. Rejoice in every shape of love and get thy rapture and thy nourishment thereof. IV Pour water on thyself. Thou shalt be a fountain to the universe. Find thou thyself in every star. Achieve thou every possibility. V. Offer thyself virgin to the knowledge and conversation of thine holy guardian angel. All else is a snare. Be thou athlete with the eight limbs of yoga. For without these thou art not disciplined for any fight. VI. The oracle of the gods is the child voice of love in thine own soul. Hear to it. Heed not the siren voice of sense or the phantom voice of reason. Rest in simplicity and listen to the silence. V.II. The issue of the vulture. Two in one. Conveyed. This is the chariot of power. Trink. The last oracle. V-I-I-I I, I. Balance against each thought its exact opposite, for the marriage of these is the annihilation of illusion. I-X Wander alone, bearing the light in thy staff, and be the light so bright that no man seeth thee. Be not moved by aught, without, or within. Keep silent in all ways. X Follow thy fortunes. Careless where it lead thee, the axle moveth not, attain thou that. X I. Mitigate energy with love, but let love devour all things. Worship the name, Foursquare, Mystic, Wonderful, and the name of his house, 418. XII Let not the waters whereon thou journeyest wet thee. And being come to shore, plant thou the vine, and rejoicest without shame. X-I-I-I The universe is change. Every change is the effect of an act of love. All acts of love contain pure joy. Die daily. Death is the apex of one curve of the snake. Life, behold all opposites as necessary compliments, and Rejoice. X-I-V, pour thine all freely from the vase in thy right hand, and lose no drop. Hath thee not thy left hand a vase? Transmute all wholly into the image of thy will, bringing each to its true token of perfection. Dissolve the pearl in the wine cup, drink, and make manifest the virtue of thy pearl, XV With thy right eye createth all for thyself, and with the left accept all that be created otherwise. XV I Break down the fortress of thine individual self, that thy truth may spring free from the ruins. X V I I Use all thine energy to rule thy thought, Burn up thy thought as the phoenix X-V-I-I-I Let the illusion of the world pass over thee unheeded As thou goest from midnight to the morning X-I-X Give forth thy light to all without doubt The clouds or shadows are no matter for thee Make speech and silence energy and stillness twin forms of thy play xx be every act an act of love and worship be every act the fiat of a god be every act a source of radiant glory xx i treat time in all conditions of event as servants of thy will appointed to present the universe to thee in the form of thy plan and Blessing and worship to the prophet of the lovely star. The shadow suddenly fadeth as the clouds vanish from the sky, and there is no more writing of the heavens, for that which was written was graven upon mine heart. The Four Virtues of the Heart of the Master Light is throned in the heart of the Master, so that he thinks no evil. For in that light all is truth. Falsehood is but a function of the conditions of time and space, and the idea of evil comes only from perceiving the oppositions which are transcendent by truth. So each thing that is hath its root in necessity were the least of thy lost, the whole work should be marred. Life wells in the heart of the master. Death is but the systole of that marvellous pulse. Faint are the phantoms of illusion. These, seized on by that vivid stream, thrill and throb with the glow of his reality. He leaves no possible form innate or inert. In him do partake the sacrament of birth to truth. Liberty leaps in the heart of the master, for every man and every woman is a star. Each follows, free and joyful, its own will. For every will alike has its essential function in the rhythm of the heart of the master. No star can stray from its self-chosen course. For in the infinite soul of space, all ways are endless, all-embracing, perfect. Love burns in the heart of the master. He, seeing only God in everything, With the white flame of worship purges it of all its fancied imperfection. His boundless adoration kindles space itself, leaving no void that is not compassed by his passion. By virtue of his law, he floods each through with love and marries it in turn to every other thought. And of each bridal night, the fruits are twin. The rapture of silence... In some new world unguessed of fantasy. Of these behold one grim and one grotesque, this lyric and the lordly, the grievous and the gracious, equal in his sight, for they know neither limit nor let it in the infinite verity of thy beauty. Make new harmonies with every hour beyond belief and joy. Syrinx and Pan Now comes the sound As if the fall of snowflakes and rose petals. It is the twinkling of the feet of a young maiden dancing. And the music is the whisper of the wind among the pines upon a hill. And that is the breath of the panpipe in the mouth of the master. And all in one, it is the universe in manifestation. Also, I hear the sevenfold song thereof. Carmen. By wisdom forms he matter in space and time, experience to sublime. By virtue spends he his own life through all, mercy, majestical. By energy revolves he, all in stress of change, the limitless. By order gathers he, the worlds of light and beauty infinite. By love destroys he, All to recreate fresh fantasies to fate. By reason reckons he his governance, the wonder of his chance. By purity absolves he all his will from every image of ill. In silence he resumes each perfect part to rapture of his heart, his, in whose truth of nature all things are, the still and shining star. THE TEMPLE OF TRUTH, THE INITIATION I, Khaled Khan, behold that vision and received this voice upon the holy hill of Sidi Bou Sa'id in the country now called Tunisia, but from the old sacred with many sanctities. Thus far it is permitted me to speak freely of that which came to me in my long search for true wisdom, but to me, in my long search for that true wisdom, but to declare the mode of mine initiation, whereby I gained ingress to the palace called the Temple of Truth, but by some, Dar el Jalal, it is forbidden. Nor may I disclose in what land that house is to be found, more openly than to say, it is cut from the living rock of the middle point of that summit on a high mountain apart, the range of... Jabel el Ashara. Now being brought after many days into the palace where light was, being shed through a cavern screen of topaz, graved with a rose of nine and forty petals on a Greek cross from the sun, and that there also at midnight, I found myself in the presence of a certain aged man, for it is written that his day should be a hundred and twenty years. Who stood before a table of seven sides, whereon were fire and incense in a thurible and bread. Of these did he bid me partake, and they being consumed, he took a phial of golden oil from their midst, and anointed mine eyes and mine ears and my lips. With that I was aware of the image of a god, severe and noble of aspect, his spirit utterly calm in his right hand a sickle, and in his left an hourglass. And as I looked upon him, he reversed his wrist, for the last grain of sand was fallen through. Then did my instructor point with a little wand to a great chart not wholly filled, and there came a shadow of a man's hand and drew the image of a lying at the end of the writing. Above this parchment, which was partially furled, was a square tablet of white marble on which, inlaid with gold, I read the characters about the image of an eye within a radiant triangle.